Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you once again for this episode of the program, Watch Therefore. In every generation, our Lord Jesus is doing unique things, but truly, there's nothing like this generation. In his very powerful teaching series made popular back in the 1990s, Henry Blackaby said something very important that's appropriate and relevant today in his teaching series, Experiencing God. He said, find out where God is working and join him in it. In his word, Messiah Jesus tells us very specifically the unique things he's doing in this generation that will see the rapture, the tribulation, and our return from heaven with Messiah Jesus at his second coming. We know this is true because of the signs he spoke of in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, and many other places in the Bible. And he's called his people in this critical hour where only a small percentage of those who profess his name actually walk with him to participate in his prophetic plans. Oh, hallelujah. When we find out what the Lord is doing in this unique generation and join him in it, his powerful grace and mercy flows through our faith in ways like none other. Elohim, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is the greatest problem solver in the universe. You're going to see that today. But first, a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please tremendously bless every viewer and help us to watch therefore and be ready for our Savior Jesus who's coming for us any moment. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, one of the primary things the Lord is doing in this generation is fulfilling his covenants with Israel, made through the Abraham, Moses, David, and even the new covenants. Yes, the Lord made the new covenant with Israel. And then he grafted in the nations through his ecclesia, the church. Uh, he did that, which we see in Romans chapter 11. And then in Ephesians 2, he grafted them into the promises, the covenants with Israel, the commonwealth of Israel. And, and so he's called his disciples in the nations, in this generation, to participate with him in Israel in a very unique way. But it's important to understand these things so you'll know that you're called to do that. Listen to Isaiah 66, 
verses 8 and 9. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day, or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. Shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery? Says the Lord, shall I who cause delivery shut up the womb, says your God? Here we see the signs, the birth pangs Messiah Jesus spoke of in Matthew, Mark, and Luke that I, I mentioned a moment ago. The birth pangs of World Wars One and Two, physically birthed Israel or rebirthed Israel as a nation again. Israel's covenant name was suspended in about the year 135 A.D. as the Romans crushed a final uh, Israeli revolt slaughtered the Jewish people and cast many others to the nations out of Israel. The Romans renamed Israel Philistinia after their arch enemies, the Philistines. That name is commonly called Palestine today. But according to Isaiah 66, in one day, Israel took back its covenant name and was physically reborn. Yet there's two big problems. One, Israel is physically reborn, yet not spiritually. You see, 99.5% or so of Israeli Jewish people and Jews around the world have not experienced the new birth in Messiah Yeshua, which leads to the second big problem. Israel has a terrible sin problem. Homosexuality, abortion, even Antichrist feelings about Messiah Jesus are not uncommon and to some degree celebrated in Israel. These sins are those that cause the Lord's wrath to fall on a nation. Yet look at how the great problem solver, the Holy One of Israel, is preserving Israel to save a remnant. Paul, quoting Isaiah in Romans 9, writes about this condition in our once in the history of humanity generation. Isaiah also cries out concerning Israel, though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, the remnant will be saved, for he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness, because the Lord will make a short work upon the earth. The Apostle Paul, he speaks of a time when Messiah Jesus will return to save a small number, a remnant of the Jewish people. Now listen to this perfect cross-reference Paul writes in Romans 11. For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you be wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And so all Israel will be saved, as it is written. The deliverer will come out of Zion. He'll turn away ungodliness from Jacob, for this is my what? Covenant with them when I take away their sins. Now back to Romans 9. Isaiah also cries out concerning Israel, though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, the remnant will be saved. For he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness, because the Lord will make a short work upon the earth. And as Isaiah said before, unless the Lord of Sabaoth, in Hebrew that's Adonai Sabaoth, the Lord of the armies of heaven, had left us a seed, we would have become like Sodom, and we would have been made like Gomorrah. We see the Lord has brought back the Jewish people from the nations in their sin, which is exploding in Israel today. Yet how can the Lord justify not blasting Israel off the earth like Sodom and Gomorrah? Think with me of Lot and Sodom. The Lord took Lot and some of his family out of Sodom 
so that he could destroy it. The righteousness of Lot preserved Sodom, so the Lord had to remove him to destroy Sodom. Regarding Israel today, instead of removing the righteous out to destroy it, he's put the righteous in Messiah Jesus in to preserve it until he returns to save a remnant in Israel. The Lord's solution today is a tiny little seed of about half of 1% of Israelis who believe in Messiah Jesus. And according to the word of the Lord, a primary way he's working to preserve the land and people of Israel today is through the Israeli believers. That's why we founded Blessing Israeli Believers. Listen to one of our BIB partners, Evangelist Ariel Hyde, and then in the break, you can learn how to join the Lord and us in blessing Israeli believers. Shalom from Haifa, Israel. My name is Ariel Hyde. I'm with Tree of Life Ministries. I just wanted to say thank you to all of you who have been uh, supporting Blessing Israeli Believers, who have been a tremendous blessing to us as we've been reaching out with the gospel here in Israel. I uh, just wanted to share with you some of the stories about what God's been doing and, and how you've been having an impact here uh, through, through your partnership and your prayers. At Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles, we had uh, three outreaches and at one of them we had 60 believers coming together to pray and then go out on the streets, uh, which is more than we've ever seen you know, for, for this kind of um, outreach and, and we're able to reach really well over a thousand people. Um, at, at that outreach and, and it just had another one at uh, in December um, it's called the holiday of holidays and we were working together Jews and Arabs and people from other backgrounds believers going out in unity and that really touched people's hearts just to even see there was Jews and Arabs working together who were one in Messiah um, that already touched their hearts but then we're also giving them uh, apple cider for free giving portraits and and um, and other things for free, just showing them God's love and, and just saying, this is for free, just like God's love for you. And then so many times that then opens up a door for, okay, well, who, who are you guys? What, what is this? You know, how, why are you doing this? And being able to share the whole gospel um, with them through that. Just at this last outreach, we, we had some amazing um, times. We, we offered people prayer as well. Um, one, one guy at the beginning said, no, I don't need prayer, but you can pray for my wife. She has arthritis. So we prayed for her and then we found out that she's actually, she was just right around the corner. So she came, we invited her to, for us to pray personally for her. We prayed for her in Yeshua's name and she was just totally healed. She had pain in all of her joints. She was totally healed and she said, Moti, Moti, she called her husband. She said, come over, you, you have some problems in your hand, let them pray for you too. So he actually did need prayer and so we prayed for him and, and then Yeshua totally healed him too. He said, what, are, are, are you joking? What, what is this? And, and so we said, it's not, it's not us, it's Yeshua, it's Jesus who, who healed you. And got to share the whole gospel with them. They were very open. And so we're just so grateful for, for how you're being a part of what God is, is doing here in Israel. You know, this is the time that, that even Yeshua himself was, was longing for. He was coming into Jerusalem and just weeping over how they were rejecting him. That Paul himself, you know, was, was saying, my heart's desire and prayer for Israel is that they may be saved. And, and right now, after God has brought his people back from the four quarters of the earth, now is the time when he promised to remove the heart of stone and give a heart of flesh and to, to help them to really turn to him. And, and that's what we're starting to see right now. It's just the beginnings of this, of this national revival where he said that all Israel would be saved and that would bring life from the dead for the rest of the world. So, so it's really a, 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 
world-changing thing that, that, that we can be together, you and us, the blessing Israeli believers, that we can all be a part of this. And so we're just so grateful for, for what you're doing and may the Lord really bless you and keep you. Thank you. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations, like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan, and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations, where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletter by post or by email. Uh, we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch Therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or poured out for the nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. In 2011, I wrote a book called America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. Listen to these important words from the back cover of my book. Is this the same America that you remember? What is the cause of all the trouble and where is the USA headed? In the Bible, the Lord gives the prescription for his people that will heal their land. But what happens when they refuse the cure? Immediately after the horrifying events of 9-11, there was a Bible verse often quoted, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. But statistics and the condition of our very sick country demonstrate that his people have not listened. There's another Bible passage that tells us what the Lord does when his people refuse to listen and persist in their own way. This powerful passage also warns of things we are seeing in the news and feeling in our hearts, indicating that America will be an increasingly dangerous place in the coming days. Thankfully, our merciful Messiah provided a place of refuge found in the scriptures from the Old Testament book of Ezekiel that will be the only safe harbor for Americans today. During these perilous times that are engulfing our land, you will find the only place of safety revealed on the pages of America's Ark. Gold, guns, and a house in the hills stocked with food is not the answer. 
Only the safety promised in the Word of God will protect us. Thankfully, beyond protection, there is even a victorious way forward in America's Ark. We would like as many people as possible to get this book. It'll be such a blessing and a help for you in this critical hour. So with a donation of any amount to our ministry, we'll send you a copy of America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. Just make sure that you mention America's Ark in the memo section of your check or in the note section for online giving. We would like as many people as possible to experience the mercy of the Lord in this time of His judgments. Welcome back to this episode of the program Watch Therefore. Because my book, America's Ark, The Only Safe Place for Americans Today, is based on the Bible and what the Lord's doing today, its pages are leaping into reality. This book, published 10 years ago, is more relevant today than when, than when I wrote it. It starts off with what the Lord did with some of His servants leading up to the tragic events of 9-11, the year 2001. For example, six weeks before 9-11, the late pastor David Wilkerson of Times Square Church had a heavy burden for New York and even canceled services and implemented special times of prayer for New York City. The evangelist Perry Stone had very clear warnings from the Lord about 9-11. In August 2001, the Lord woke me up in the night with tears and brought me to this passage that's the foundation for my book, America's Ark. It's the prophet Ezekiel in chapter 14. The word of the Lord came again to me, saying, Son of man, when a land sins against me by persistent unfaithfulness, I will stretch out my hand against it. I will cut off its supply of bread, send famine on it, and cut off man and beast from it. Even if these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were in it, they would deliver only themselves by their righteousness, says the Lord God. If I cause wild beasts to pass through the land and they empty it, and make it so desolate that no man may pass through because of the beasts, even though these three men were in it as I live, says the Lord God, they would deliver neither sons nor daughters, only they would be delivered and the land would be desolate. Or if I bring a sword on that land and say, sword, go through the land, and I cut off man and beast from it, even though these three men were in it as I live, says the Lord God, they would deliver neither sons nor daughters, but only they themselves would be delivered. Or if I send a pestilence into that land and pour out my fury on it in blood and cut off from it man and beast, even though Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it as I live, says the Lord God, they would deliver neither son nor daughter. They would deliver only themselves by their righteousness. Well, there was no doubt in my mind that a serious judgment was coming from the Lord upon America and I began to warn where I could. I was speaking to a large Bible study in Houston, Texas, and those attending were visibly upset that I would say such a thing. And, and then on the morning of 9-11, I was talking to my wife, and I was telling her that before long it would be safer for us to live in Israel than America. And, and, and she had trouble wrapping her mind around that because buses were blowing up in Jerusalem and in Haifa and there were terrorist attacks all over Israel at that time. And while we were discussing this, the phone rang. A friend of, us, a friend of ours called and said, we've been hit with a terrorist attack. And when I turned on the television, the first plane had hit and my wife and I watched the second plane hit the trade tower. And, and I just had a welling up of the Spirit of the Lord in me. I knew in my heart there was more. And I was walking up and down the hallway of my house crying out, there's more, there's still more. And certainly there was. There were two more planes 
involved in the attack. And folks, I'm here to tell you today, there's still more. There's still more. Yet the Lord has a special place of deliverance for those who will walk in the kind of faith like Noah, Daniel, and Job. I call it America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. But wherever you are, it's your place of deliverance as well. America is not mentioned in Bible prophecy as a big player or power like many others are. For many decades, Bible prophecy teachers have been warning that America will come off the world stage. And let me stop and tell you, I love America. I love Americans. I love America. America has been such a special, good place that I'm thankful that, that I was born and raised in. Yet the Lord, and, and we need to remember with these judgments that, that I'm talking about, that Ezekiel's talking about, that the Lord loves Americans and he's provided a very narrow, yet a very good way of deliverance for Americans and others around the world. And I'll get to that more in just a moment. But first, with the little time I have, let's remember that contrary to popular opinion, due in large part to the God-mocking revisionist propaganda, America sat squarely on a solid foundation based on the Bible, both Old and New Covenants. In my book, I spend chapters proving that through American founding documents and other quotes. That American government, education, legal framework, all of it was based on the Bible by those founders and other influential people who to different degrees believed in the God of the Bible. Many were fervent disciples of Christ, and yet many others with at least a great respect for the Bible and its principles of morality and law and order. Today, people are up in arms about the Marxists trying to erase American history by removing statues. But folks, the erasure of American history and taking a jackhammer to, the, to America's foundation has been going on for about a hundred years. And now the job is almost complete. We're at the end of the line. We're at the end of the line, folks. Accountable to the Lord for its founding and very unique opportunities, America now shakes its fist in the Lord's face and certainly is a sinfully, persistently unfaithful nation, just like Ezekiel describes. You see, when the identity of the society, once affected by the salt and light of Christ Jesus through his people, is this much different and opposed to the thinking of those who founded the country, one of two things has to happen. One, a spiritual uprising must take place, bringing enough people back in line with the thinking of those original founders, like the real Holy Spirit-led revivals that took place in America through the last two centuries, preserving America from destruction. Or two, there'll be such a momentum of hatred for, for that foundation that it will get to the place where we are today. Remember, Satan came to steal, kill, and destroy. Folks, I believe from what I see in the Bible and from walking with the Lord, I believe there may be individual, church-wide, or even regional revival, but I don't believe America will experience the kind of revival that could save the nation. Increasingly, America is becoming an antichrist country with a church that is asleep at best, led by carnal, 
fearful shepherds at best. Many are led by false shepherds and false prophets. And these are some of the most popular churches in America today. And they're filled with carnal babes in Christ and false converts. How could they possibly be salt and light to this dying nation? Thankfully, there are still God-called Holy Spirit pastors and churches, but quickly they're becoming fewer and further between. Also, I explain in my book, America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today, from the Bible, that there are three flagrant sins that America is committing now that are unique to any other time in America's history. These sins bring the wrath of the Lord upon a nation. And we mustn't forget where we are in the prophetic timeline. Very specific events are coming. They include a one-world government, religion, and economy that will be led by the Antichrist. Thankfully, and hallelujah, before the seven-year tribulation begins, we'll be caught up in the rapture. That's why we watch therefore and stay ready. But that doesn't mean that things won't get increasingly difficult and even potentially catastrophic before the seven-year tribulation. Lord willing, in weeks to come, I'll be teaching from my book, America's Ark, the Only Safe Place for Americans Today. I'll be sharing about the four judgments of Ezekiel 14 that have begun and will increasingly be falling upon America. And hallelujah, with each of them, there's the way of mercy and grace, a way of rescue the Lord has provided. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Remember, Noah, Daniel, and Job all lived through extremely catastrophic circumstances, but all three landed on their feet. How? By their very real faith, by their very real faith in the very real Heavenly Father, His only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. What about you? What about you? Are you ready for these times? Do you want to know what it means to have faith like Noah, Daniel, and Job? Are you ready for our Savior to come for us and take us back to that place He's been preparing for us? Uh, listen, this is real, folks. Here we are in these times. Don't turn your head. Face them and find the grace of the Lord, His saving grace by receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. He lived a sinless life. He died on the cross to pay for our sins. Every time we've, in thought, word, and deed, we've done something against him or others. Yes, he died on the cross for our sins, and hallelujah, on the third day he rose from the grave. And what do we have to do to be forgiven and to be saved that we could then learn to walk in the faith of Noah, Daniel, and Job? We receive Jesus as our Savior. We cry out to him, O oh Lord Jesus, forgive me. I've sinned against you, and I need to be saved and forgiven. And then you begin to follow him. And he gives you eternal life. That's the program. Call out upon his name now. We're out of time in this program, but you can call upon him. And Lord Jesus, save me. And he'll do that. Turn away from your sins. Receive Jesus as your Savior. There's information on your screen. Contact us. We'll send you some literature to help you begin your new life in Christ. And for everyone watching, watch Therefore and be ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, 
watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and re.